What's up, man? How y'all doing? This is another episode of the Sick Podcast, and you watching the Raiders recap, man. It's been a minute. I'm glad to see y'all on this lovely Thursday morning, man. We got a lot to discuss. Owners meeting happened earlier this week, man. Anthony Richardson's pro day is today, and we got to talk about the quarterbacks that the Las Vegas Raiders have already met with, man. So a lot to look forward to in the future. A lot of notes to deep dive into, man. So without further ado, man, let's play that theme music. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle, Jacobs is on his way, the Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast, it's going to be sick. What is the deal? Once again, it is the sick podcast with the Raiders recap, man. And, and we are here on a lovely day, man. It's been a minute, man. A lot of notes to go over, a lot of notes to deep dive into, man. So let's get straight into it. So look, man, owners meeting was on Monday and Tuesday of this week in Arizona, man. And, and Mark Davis deep dove into a lot of things that happened within the last season, man, and, and, and what went down. So we have to get into it, man. So he, he gave a lot of reporters, uh, specifically at The Athletic, so a deep dive into his mindset on the job that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels is doing. And he basically said he wasn't too disappointed in the job that those two were doing because he felt like from afar, they didn't really know what they were getting into. Okay, now, when we dissect that comment, what that means to me is two things. One, if he if he's saying that, that means that, it feels like this regime has about a couple more years left. You know what I mean? Or at least another year to write the ship and get everything together. Number two, man, it also means that Mark Davis is willing to go the patient route, man. It, it means he's willing to go the patient route and build this team the way this team needs to be built, man. So that those are the two things that it tells me. He says that, you know, from afar, the Raiders from two years ago or the playoff team looked like a very good team, man. It looked like a team that could go deep and, and continue to build on the success that they had. But I rebuttal with this, and I feel like Mark Davis knows the same answer that, that most of us Raider fans do already know. That team that went to the playoffs a couple years ago that played the Bengals in the wild card round that lost was not a very good team. It just plain and simple wasn't a very good team, bro. Like, yes, we made the playoffs, but I can I can argue to you that that we made the playoffs off pure emotion, you know, pure togetherness. You know what I mean? But when you really look at the talent on the roster and how that roster was constructed, you feel me? Like, it wouldn't have it it it, it wouldn't have lasted. Let's put it like that. It's not a lasting culture that we had two years ago in the playoffs like it would have been cool to build something off of but at the end of the day now that we're looking at it and now that we saw last year there were still so many holes on this roster that needs to be filled you know what I mean and, and you know a couple of free agent signings and big ticket free agent signings wasn't going to change the fact that you know the roster wasn't completely built how it should be to be on championship Okay. We, have to, we have to be honest with ourselves. Yes, you know, Gruden came in here and he did a lot of things for, for the organization and he brought an emotional factor to it, you know what I mean, that I feel like propelled us to some wins. But at the end of the day, 
we have to remember in the Gruden era, there is something to be said for always starting a very good, you know, start to the season. We we start five and two and something like that. And then we end the season, you know, oh and six. And it's like, bro, you have to you have to know that as a coach, you know, a, as a as a organization building, that that right there isn't, you know, that isn't something you want to continue to see from your team going forward. Why was this happening? We can't really understand why it was happening. But factors to contribute, why the Raiders haven't been as good as we should have been, with all the draft picks we've had, bro, we should be better than we are, okay? That's plain, that's simple. But when you miss on so many draft picks, when you miss on so many free agent signings, it's like, you know, it's hard to have a sustainable roster. And I keep, I'm going to keep saying that word, sustainable. Because somebody, somebody's going to argue with me in these comments and say, okay, but we made the playoffs two years ago. Josh McDaniels came here and he fucked it all up. He screwed it all up. I rebuttal with this, bro. There's How can he fuck up what's already fucked up? You understand? Like, like that's me. That's like me getting a beat down ass car and then say, ah, you know, the, the car is beat down. And I fuck it up some more. And it's like, ah, you know, it was fucked up before I got it. So it's still fucked up. Like, at the end of the day, bro, like, we have, to, we have to put it like this. The team that Gruden had and was building, yes, he wasn't completely done with his vision, but at the end of the day, bro, we see he wasn't completely building the team right. You can't miss on that many draft picks. You can't miss on that many free agent signings and expect a championship to come out of it. You know what I mean? And that's why I was saying, you know, those Gruden teams and the team that made the playoffs, was that you know, some of that was emotion-based. Some of that was emotion-based. And I, and I say all that to say, you see the way this regime is building this roster today. You know what I mean? Like, they're building this roster with some high-ceiling free agents, still young, still up and coming, and, and they're going to fill the holes that are left within the draft. You know what I mean? And, and the difference between this regime and the last regime is that we're not drafting really for need. To be honest, like, yeah, yeah, we need to be tackled for real. But if you really look at it, when the number seven pick comes in this NFL draft, we will be able to draft best player available. Whereas last couple years, we've been having a draft for need. Okay. And, and, and when you draft for need, it's not always the best pick. You know what I mean? Versus if you're going to get the best player available that can help your roster right now, you know what I mean? That's a better way to draft. And then, you know, next year, like I've been saying, next year, once the, if this draft class works out and this draft class pans out like we're all hoping it does, next year we'll be able to spend the big ticket on the free agents and all that, you know, to really fill the rest of the roster out. But to really win, to really win, you have to draft well. You have to draft well. You have to have your own homegrown talent to come in here and, and really propel your team and lead your team into the next, you know, you know, chapter of its, you know, conclusion. So that's basically what I feel like Mark Davis is saying about Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler to put it all basic and put it all simple. Mark Davis is saying that Josh and Dave need their opportunity to bring in their own guys, build their own culture, and, and from there, the Raiders can take off, okay? I'm not mad at Mark Davis saying he's not super disappointed. He don't. I'm not mad at that at all because you know what, bro? We have to be patient. There's no other choice. 
We have to be patient, just like Mark Davis has to be patient. Because think about this, bro. I mean, like, yeah, he could have fired Josh and Dave after year one, but what is that going to help? You know what I mean? How is that going to help any? How is that going to help anything as far as like, you know, as far as like trying to get a new regime and, and, and bring them in and they have their own culture and they got their own stuff that they're trying to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's not going to really help anything to try to bring in a new regime. So just like Mark Davis has to be patient, we got to be patient. And that's exactly what he was talking about in the owners meeting and from the notes there. OK, so. Moving on from there, we at the same owners meeting, we also heard tidbits from Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, man. They they sat there and, and they basically reiterated the same information, saying we are going to do our due diligence. We are going to do our homework on all the prospects that we are interested in, man. Like so. And, and that's what you want to hear as a fan base. When they said it about quarterback, they said it about a lot of positions, man, and they're really going to sit there and they're going to do their homework. I really believe this regime is going to do their homework on these quarterbacks because like Dave Ziegler said, you can never go wrong making a position a position of strength, okay? You can never go wrong with that. If you have a, a real competitive, real, real talented quarterback room, you can't replace that. You know what I mean? You can't really replace that. And, and if you have somebody that can learn behind a Jimmy Garoppolo, a very serviceable quarterback, a very good quarterback, if you need to come in here and, and keep you competitive and you can have a quarterback learn behind that, who ultimately is more talented than Jimmy G, then you got yourself a win. You know what I mean? You got yourself a win. And, and as all Raider fans know, and as we are all looking to the top three quarterbacks, as far as Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Anthony Richardson, you know, they, I believe they're going to do their homework to see what quarterback prospect fits the mold of the new Raider way. You know what I mean? And, and that's all you can ask for. All I'm saying is, like I just said, we're going to take best player available, whether that be a quarterback, whether that be a defensive player. You know what I mean? That's what we're going to do. And speaking of defense, I mean, we all want the quarterback at the number seven pick. We're hoping somebody falls to the number seven pick. But just like this regime knows, and just like we know, if four or three quarterbacks go within the top 10, then that means some defender has failed to the Raiders at seven. Whether that be, you know, Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, Devin Weatherspoon, or the most controversial, Jalen Carter. Okay. Now, new information has come out about the Raiders and Jalen Carter. Josh McDaniels basically sat there at the owners' meeting and said, they will do their due diligence. They will do their homework and they will see, you know, you know what they can they can find out about Jalen Carter. What what deep dive information will they find out in this, you know, in this month that we have until the NFL draft? That's going to tell everything. Now, I know, you know, J Dan Campbell had some choice words about Jalen Carter, said he found out some interesting things, didn't really go deep into whether it was good or bad. But he said he found out some interesting things. Now, what will the Raiders find out? That will be the big tale. Now, obviously, we all know Jalen Carter is, you know, by far probably the, the, the number one player in this draft. Okay? Like, if you just put on the tape and you put on, you know, his film, you'll see this guy right here. Ain't nothing to fuck with. That, that He's real. All right? And, and it's, it's funny how the Raiders' biggest need, you know what I mean, might 
be actually available at seven because our biggest need is DT. Our biggest need is a D tackle. And, and if Jalen Carter's there at seven, you have to sit there and be like, okay, yeah, we have to think about that because that's one of our biggest needs on defense. But what will they find out as far as, you know, the extracurricular? Because that's what it is for me. The talent isn't to be questioned. That's nothing, bro. Like, his talent is undeniable. But it's the extracurricular shit that scares me, right? It, it's the showing up nine pounds overweight and, and the conditioning, not being able to finish the pro days. And, 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 you know, it's just it's a mindset thing that I'm looking and I'm like, OK, if the Raiders select this guy, because everybody knows the Raiders history, bro, a draft, the Raiders draft history is fucking horrible. OK, like, it, it's terrible. There's no way we can look at, at our past draft classes and feel good about ourselves, bro. Like, there's no fucking way. And so we have to be sure that this is the guy that we want to, to, to really lead the most important draft class in the Raiders history in the last damn near five to ten years, okay? Because this guy right here has to work. That number seven pick has to work, okay? Now, Josh McDaniels is saying they're doing their due diligence, they're doing their homework, which is all we can ask for. But I'm telling y'all, as fans, as Raider fans, as we continue this, if they pass on Jalen Carter, don't be mad. If they pass on Jalen Carter, do not be mad because you know what that means? They found some shit out. They found some shit out that they did not like, all right? And, and this regime isn't stupid, okay? This regime is not dumb. They know what our biggest need on defense is. They know that this guy and his film speaks for itself. They know all that, right? So what it comes to now is between the ears and what, what you know, what his mind is telling, what, what, where is his mind at? Does he really love football? You know, and I'm not sitting here questioning those things because at the end of the day, bro, I want everybody in this draft to end up working out, you know, getting their money. I want this man to get his money. I want this man to feed his family, of course. But at the end of the day, we, we about to get this man millions of dollars. I'm, I'm saying we, like I'm, I'm running a damn organization, but if I'm running an organization, I'm about to give you millions of dollars. I, I'm going to tell you plain and simple. You can't fuck up. S simple plain bro like you're about to be our seventh overall pick and this is the most important draft we've had in years you cannot be a fuck up you can't there's no way you know what i mean so we have to if they pass on jalen carter that means they done found some shit out they didn't like okay and, and am i gonna be totally mad if they passed on jalen carter no I'll be I'll be mad if they passed on Jalen Carter for a goddamn old lineman. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, what the hell are you doing? But if you passed on Jalen Carter to get Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, Tyree Wilson, I won't complain at all. Or or best case scenario, you grab you one of the quarterbacks. You grab you one of the the top quarterbacks, and we can move like that. I won't be mad at all. Okay, it just depends what you pass on Jalen Carter for. All right, so. At the end of the day, man, all we can ask from this regime is that they do their homework, okay, that they do their homework and we leave it up to them, you know, from there, all right, and, and see what exactly, you know, the Raider mold is going to take place. Because at the end of the day, man, this draft is going to tell us a lot about where they're trying to take this team direction-wise, okay? This draft is going to tell us a lot if this regime is the regime to finally lead the Raiders out of the dark period, or this is the regime that, that's going to fuck up another draft, and here we are again in about two years, okay? So I, me personally, I'm willing to go the patient route 
and, and wait for Ziegler and McDaniels to really get the ship right. Because at the end of the day, what other choice do we have? And two, what other regime has led us to better promised land? I mean, like, I mean, I know other Raider fans are saying fire Josh McDaniels, fire Dave Ziegler. Mark Davis don't know what he's doing. I mean, like, maybe, maybe about the Mark Davis thing. That's another conversation. But at the end of the day, man, with Josh, with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, we have to give him patience. Okay, we have to give him patience. And, and I challenge any Raider fan to give me a coach-GM combo that has done better for the Raiders in the last 10 years. For real, let me know. Because uh, the the fan base is quick to fire somebody, but you ain't quick to tell me who the hell's been better. Who's done a better job? Where? Like, where? Like, bro, like, where are our playoff wins? Where's the, like, that's what I'm saying. And, and and you're not getting none of those. You're not getting none of those. You haven't gotten none of those. So we have no choice but to look to the future, but to believe in the current regime and hope that these are the guys to get the ship right. Now, before I end it off, I will touch on Mark Davis. Mark Davis says some real shit that, that I feel like all Raider fans need to acknowledge and need to see. Okay. Now, in the same article, he was talking about he wasn't so disappointed at Josh and, and Dave because he felt like from afar they didn't know what they were getting. The same article, Mark Davis says, okay, the only constant thing that has been with the Raiders for the last 11 years has been him. And if anybody's going to point the finger, it's to point the finger at Mark Davis. And that's some real shit. Okay, that's real shit because that is true. The only constant on this team has been Mark Davis. Since Al has died, the only constant thing has been Mark Davis and our previous quarterback. The previous quarterback is gone. Mark Davis is here. What the hell are what the hell's gonna happen? Okay. He has a very pivotal road ahead of him because he knows he has to get this organization back to where it's supposed to be. Okay, and he knows he is the captain of the ship to get this organization back to where it is supposed to be. So if he's the constant, it's up to him to get us back to the promised land and either one, be patient with this regime and make sure this regime has what they need to really build a sustainable winning culture. Or, you know, if it's really that bad, he's going to fire him. But we've already seen. We have already seen, and Mark Davis has shown you the steps of, hey, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait and see what this plan entails, man, and I'm going to wait and see if these are the guys to lead us into the promised land, man. And, and I'm 100% I'm 100 behind that, you know. So that has been the episode, man. Real quick talk about what happened at the owner's meeting, man. Well, you know, little tidbits of what's been going on. Stay tuned, man, because Anthony Richardson's pro day is today on Thursday. So it's going to be another episode talking about that, man, because the Raiders have had dinner with Richardson. And, and we got to talk about the Vegas odds, man, because the Vegas odds are a little shooting up to say he's going to he's going to fall down to seven. So, you know, a lot a lot of smoke in the air. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Hopefully the Raiders are still doing their due diligence on these quarterbacks and they haven't thought like we're not going to have any any shot to grab any quarterback at all. So, you know, we are on wait and see mode, but make sure you guys hit the like and subscribe button, man. Even hit the little notification bell to get updated when we drop. Remember, this is the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. Go ahead, play my theme music out and I can't wait to talk to y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time.
Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.